What up, good people? It's Vince W. Matthews, your friendly Christian black man living in America. All right, today's episode, episode four of Closet Rants. And today's topic is a little bit of controversial controversy controversy i can't talk right now but that's okay and today's topic is your prayers aren't enough your prayers are not enough your prayers are not enough yep i said it i'm starting off strong all to the ready your prayers are not enough now listen family i'm in a better mood than i have been in the last few episodes I was angry. I mean, well, I'm still angry. I'm just using positive reinforcement with my anger. You know, us as black people, along with our white brothers and sisters across the nation are protesting and are standing up for the injustice and the police brutality of black people. That's been going on for years and years. So if you are on the front lines and boots on the ground, I salute you. We love y'all. We honor y'all and keep fighting a good fight of faith. You know, over these last few days, well, well, months, I kind of I've really been putting myself under self evaluation. You know, we've been under quarantine and all these good things like that. And so, you know, like I've really been having real talks with myself. You know, I, I, you know, I said to myself, I said self and myself said, huh? And we just begin to chop it up. Now, for some that sounds weird, but I think you need to have a lot of self-evaluation moments where you're just talking to yourself, talking to God, praying and just looking yourself in the mirror and having those hard conversations with yourself. And I realized, man, I have been praying for a long time for some things and I have yet to see these things come to pass. Now, I know there's some things that's going to take a while to come into fruition. I understand that some things to manifest itself. But, you know, God told me, he said, you know, you must pray. But why pray if you're not going to act? Yeah. I said, come on, Lord, come again, come again, come again. What'd you say, Lord? What'd you say? He said again, because I asked him like I didn't know him. He, he knew I knew. I mean, he made me, you know, he said, why would you pray if you're not going to act? The word says faith without works is dead. So faith won't work if you won't work it. Faith is an action thing. I think we spend so much time praying and not enough time acting out the actions of our prayers that our prayers become backordered. I mean, we're still looking for this package to come in. Guess what? The package ain't coming. Return to sender. It ain't going to work. I mean, we spend so much time praying that our legs are too weak to walk it out. 
I mean, have you ever been sitting in position or or you wake up and your legs are asleep? That's one of the most uncomfortable feelings in the world. Uncomfortable I don't even know that's a word, but we're going to roll with it. You know, I create words on the show as I go, so just bear with me. <clears throat> I mean... I mean, you'll sit in a position for a long period of time and, and, and the only way to unsleep. Yes, I said unsleep. I told you I make up words as I go. The only way for you to unsleep your legs is to either stretch them out or walk them out. Let me say that again. The only way to unsleep your legs is to stretch them out or walk them out. Mm-hmm. Stretch them out or walk them out. So listen, it, it goes back to this. Like the only way for, for dreams and aspirations, even what God told you would happen, what God showed you would happen, it ain't gonna come to pass. They never come to pass, but they end up coming to pass. Uh, let, let me let me clarify that. Some of the things we pray for, some of the things we're believing God for, even some of the things that God showed us will never come to pass. P-A-S-S. But they end up coming to past. P-A-S-T. There's a difference between coming to past and coming to past. Past is the opposite of the future, the opposite of the present. So sometimes we're looking for things to come to pass and world they'll never come to pass because they are in our past. P-A-S-T. I want you to think about that for a minute. See, prayer is not just bending knees, but prayer is also walking feet. Which means you have a powerful prayer life. You have to have a powerful prayer life. But after you pray, it must be action attached to whatever it is that you just prayed for or what you have been praying for. The thing about prayer is that you have to pre prepare for what you are praying for. A lot of times we have two people, two, two types of people. It goes like this. People who pray they can pray the house down. I've seen people who can pray for hours and not get tired. And they might get tired or fall asleep and then wake back up and start back praying. And Lord, another thing, what I was saying before I fell asleep. And I want you to come down. I mean, they can really pray. I mean, they can go there. Not me. That's not my strong suit. I can pray. I can. I'll pray. I'll talk to God and I'll talk to Jesus. But it's sitting there for an hour, two hours. That's not me. That's not my. I'm not talking about nobody who do. And I admire and I really salute you for those who. That's your ministry. That's what you do. That's your gift. That's your gift. Do that. Operate in that. Now, don't get mad at me for me not doing what you do because you can't do what I do. You pray. I edit videos. You pray. I talk. I mean, you pray. Uh, I, I create content, you know. So I think a lot of times. We spend so much time in prayer that we are just waiting 
for God to do stuff for us when we have to have some type of action attached to the prayers that we have prayed. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's okay. Listen, listen to what I'm, I know. This gonna cause a lot of trouble for a lot of people. A lot of it's gonna mess some people's theology up and all that stuff. But that this is my my podcast. I'm gonna tell you what I feel. Hmm. Look at it, man. This pandemic. We are in this pandemic. You really need to change your perspective of your whole entire life because things as they used to be will never ever be. That's the past. P-A-S-T. Now we need to pass. P-A-S-S. Go through and come out on the other side. But if you're still living pre-pandemic like, you might as well change that. Ice Cube said it. I said it before. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Thank you, O'Shea. Appreciate it. Now, don't get mad at me. If you do, it's okay. I, I, I'm used to people getting mad at me because they don't like to hear, like to say or like me to uh, like to hear what I have to say. Well, you ain't got to. There's plenty of other podcasts out there that you can listen to and agree with and be happy and jolly and bless the Lord at all times. And praise shall continually be in my mouth. Ebo Bo. No, go ahead. Ebo bo go go. That's what you do. Just you can do plenty of other podcasts. You can search whatever it is that you like, fishing, hunting, praying, racism, whatever it is, whatever your thing is. It's plenty of other things you can listen to besides listening to me and get mad. Now, one thing I want to say is that if you are getting mad, maybe it's saying more about you than it is saying about me. Hmm. It could possibly be. It could possibly be. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I got to move. I got to move. I got to move. Now. See, this is the thing. Many of us have an amazing prayer life. Our prayer life is on point. I mean, we pray with all our might to God. We cry. We beg. We moan. All of that. I mean, do do what you I mean, you know, do what you want to do. But the thing about it is, you know why some of us, why some of our prayer lives are so on point? Do you want to know why? Like, no, no, really. Do you want to know why some of us pray so intently? We pray so intently to God for most of us, some of us, because we don't believe we have the power to change things in our life. So we feel that all we have to do is ask God for something and sit back and wait for God to bring it to us. So we pray so hard and we go so hard because we feel like we don't have any power to do anything to make things come to to manifest themselves in our lives. So we Fill up all our space, time, energy, and load God up with all the cares and desires of our hearts. And expect God to come bearing gifts the next time we meet. Hmm. Let's just, just listen. Let, let, listen up. Listen. Just it's okay. It's gonna be alright. We're gonna we're gonna get through this. We're gonna get through this. See, I read this, and it said. When we do this, we are treating God like he is a genie 
and we've rubbed a magic lamp or like prayer is spiritual quarters for God's vending machine. Ooh, good God Almighty. So we really are treating God like a genie, rubbing the magic lamp, and we have these quarters, these spiritual quarters that we put it in the vending, vending machine of God. Let me tell you something else. Some of us, our prayers are making, make, uh, is, is the thing that's making our faith weak. Uh-oh, I didn't got in trouble. I didn't got in trouble. That's okay. My podcast, you can turn it off, I promise. I'll be back next week. I'll be back the next day, whenever I post, whenever I put the podcast up. I'll be, I'll be here waiting on you. I give you a hug, half, well, fist bump maybe. You know, we still quarantined. I give you a fist bump. Uh, I give you a, a side of sanitizer to go home. Travel size, maybe. So I'm going to say that again, what I just said. Excuse me, my throat is a little dry. Should have brought some water in here. And it says that some of us, our faith has been weakened by our prayer, prayer life. You probably saying, you just do, you, you're probably telling me to shut up. Hopefully you didn't cuss me out. That's the Lord forgive you. But <laughs> some of us, our prayer life has been the very reason our faith life is trash. In the words of Kevin Hart, let me explain. Some of us cannot have the amount of faith and the faith that we need to because we're too busy praying to God, asking God to do the things that we have the power to do ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I said it. I really did. I said it. If you hear me smacking a little bit, excuse me. I, I, I didn't bring my water in here. I'm a little dry mouthed. I'm going to try to get away from the mic a little bit when I smack. But if I don't, just bear with me. Closet rants. Just me and you. Just listen. Some of us, our faith is so weak because of our prayer life. Because, and this, this is because you're praying the wrong way. Some of us are praying like, we send everything to God and we expect God to do everything. And we're not doing our practical approaches, our everyday things that we need to be doing. Like you're asking God for a job, but you're not even applying for the job. Simple stuff like like elementary stuff. God's going to bless me with a job. I'm claiming it. What kind of job you want? I don't know. I'm just asking God to give it to me. He knows my heart. He knows my finances. And I believe that the Lord is going to do it. Man, if you don't get up and go apply for the app, if you don't go up there and fill out the application first, then you can have some faith. Because faith is basically saying, God, I've done my part. Now, I'm giving you something to work with so that you can work on my behalf. It's like you go into a store and you see in a coat, right? And they tell you how much the coat is. Well, say, for instance, you don't have the money for that coat. So what you do is you go you go get the coat and you hide it and put it in another apartment or another place or whatever. 
And then you hope once you get your money or once you get paid on Friday or whenever you get paid, that when you come back to the store where you hid the coat is still there. So that way you can purchase it now because you have your money. Now, that's a gamble. It might happen. It might not. The coat might not be there because somebody might be looking for some jeans and they see the coat that you hid. They'll be like, oh, this is my size. I might want to buy this. I want to buy this. And they might even buy the jeans and they come in there and buy the coat that you hid that you're hoping and, and quote unquote, in your eyes, praying for. But when you get back to the store, you don't have it. Now, that's a gamble. And that's how some of us do with our prayer life. We're we're hoping we, we say we're praying, but actually it's wishful thinking because there's a fine line between prayer, hoping and 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 believing that God is going to do something and wishful thinking. The example I just gave, that's wishful thinking because it's a gamble. There's no guarantee that like you, you didn't even give God something to work with. You didn't give the, the store nothing to work with. So they're not going to say, OK, we're going to. We're going to put this coat up for you because we we believe that you're going to come back and, and pay for it. So we're going to miss out on money and hopefully you'll come back and buy it. But if you don't buy, it, then we have hid this coat back here or we put this coat up for you, not knowing if you're going to come back and pay for it or not. Now, on the other hand, if I go to the store and I the department store, I see that coat that I want and I ask them. How much is this coat? They tell me how much it is. Well, I say, hey, do you guys have a layaway plan or can I put something on it? They were like, sure. It has to be maybe X amount of percent or something like that. Okay, let me put this much on the coat. And they'll be like, okay, we have you down as a payment. You put a payment on this to hold this coat, this particular merchandise for you and you have x amount of time to pay it off now it's guaranteed as long as you hold your end of the bargain up and making the proper payments at the proper time so that at the end of those payments you can then own the jacket the coat whatever it is that you want that you've seen in your mind that you've seen yourself driving in your car with that jacket on or whatever because you gave the department something to work with in other words you paid a price see a lot of times our prayers are the genie kind of model because we're putting everything on god because we don't want to pay a price in order to put our faith in action Come on, y'all. Huh? Man, I'm like, you don't want to pay a price. And that's the topic we're talking about. Your prayers are not enough. And what I'm saying is just praying without action accompanying it is not enough. Praying the days of just praying are over. Praying by themselves with no action. You have to do your part. I used to be a part of this, well, not be a part, but I used to have this workout program called P90X. Yeah, I used to get my fitness on. I'm I'm, I'm getting back into that. Uh, Not as aggressive as I used to, but I'm going to get back to it because I really love cardio and I really love working out. I just got to do it. Ain't that crazy? It's something that you love to do, 
but you just don't even find yourself enough energy to do what you love to do that can give you the results that you want. Oh, my God. Woo, man, that was rich. I, that was a text message from from the Lord. So I was a part of this. Uh, I had this P90X. Uh, I think his name was Tony Horton. Yeah, he used to always come on. And it was a saying every time. He's like, you know, you're getting tired. It's like, if you're getting tired, take a break. But that's okay. Remember, do your best and forget the rest. I said, well, come on now, Tony. That'll preach right there, sir. He said, do your best and forget the rest. Which means you need to have a short-term memory. The stuff I lost, the stuff I didn't, uh, I failed at. The stuff that I didn't quite make it. Yeah, forget that. Forget all that. We off that. What we own is what I've done. I've gave my best. I've done what I needed to do. Now, this other stuff that I have no control over, I'm praying and asking and believing God he's going to do this part. So do your best. And the stuff that you ain't got no control over, forget the rest. That's your, you're showing your faith. I ain't worried about it. If it's for me, it's going to be for me. You know, old school song says what God has for me. What God has for me. It is for me. Oh, what God has for me. It is for me. I know without a doubt that he will bring me out. What God has for me. It is for me. Yeah, you remember that song? If you don't know that song, you know, Google it, YouTube it. It's a great song. But it's so true. What God has for me, not nobody else, not nobody else, but what he has for me, it is for me. Now, you must know that you have a part. You have a responsibility. For instance, I heard someone say it like this, that that me and God are in a partnership and in a partnership, it is your responsibility to hold up to your end of the bargain so praying reading reading god's word and being kind to people doing what you need to do being intentional as a parent uh, being intentional as a great citizen as a great person a great friend great uh, sister brother whatever it is and doing and being obedient to what you feel like god is telling you to do yeah do that well praying just praying it's not going to make it. And let me tell you something. I've met some people that can pray. Man, they could pray. They could pray the house down and, and they really could pray. But when you peep into their life and you start talking to them, you see that their prayers don't really match up to the life that they live. So you mean you can pray and say all these things to God, but you're really not putting what you're saying into action. And I've seen some of the most powerful prayer warriors and all this stuff, and they the most mean and hateful, deceitful, just conniving people. Like, hold up. You can say all this love language, all this amazing language to God, speaking Hebrew, Greek, Spanish, Greek, Latin, all of this. You can speak in all of these and speak in tongues, but you cussing folks out and talking about people and you being mean and slandering people's names. But then you want to go and, and pray the house down. Matter of fact, if you're going to keep praying like that, let the house fall on top of you. I don't want you to die. I'm just saying metaphorically speaking or so 
That's what I'm saying. If you can pray the house down, make sure that house fall on you and maybe you can get some sense knocked into you because obviously that don't line up. Pray the house down, can pray and speak God. You got your prayer cloth, you got your prayer towel, you sweating, you're spitting, your teeth, your false teeth and fell all of this crazy nonsense. It's just, just, just stop. Stop, please. For for your for your safety, huh? For your benefit, please stop. Can you just stop? I know I'm sounding annoying because that's how you sound. Being this way, praying to our God, the amazing loving God who will flip over a table because he got a little thug in. But but to have this amazing God and for you to speak in that manner to God, but speak to everybody else. Like their poo on your shoe. So your prayers by themselves do absolutely nothing. That's why some of us, including myself, like I told you at the beginning when we first started, I said I had to reevaluate myself and I had to really look at my life. Why aren't these things coming to pass? Because this is the thing that I want you to know. That a lot of times we pray pray to God for things and God simply says no. And you know why? Because He God is basically saying, why are you coming to me when the very thing you are praying for, I've already put the power and authority inside of you to make it come to pass. Research. You, you got a brain. Anything we want to research, we can Google it. And couple Google with God and the Bible and your experiences and wise counsel. You got all the resources right here. Now, I said, for instance, like if you have somebody who in your family has cancer or, or COVID-19, God forbid, or something like that. Now, that's out of your hands and you have to rely totally on God for that because there's nothing that you can do besides praying and trusting, and believing. There's no practical actions that you can do in cases like that. Some things are totally out of your hand. That's that's healing. Right. Some of us need to pray for healing in our mind to think, think about God differently. I think that's why we don't really have anything that is coming and manifesting in our life because the way we view God and our relationship with God is dead wrong. So how this is the thing, you know, we all have smartphones and I made a joke. I was like, how are you how, how are you over there with a smartphone doing dumb stuff? You have a smartphone. You're supposed to do smart things, right? So maybe the phone's not dumb. Maybe you. I'm just saying. I'm just. So how is it that you have all this knowledge and wisdom of prayer, but you don't know how to take practical, everyday steps into manifesting and and walking into your destiny? I think that's the thing. I think sometimes we over spiritualize things, and there's practical steps that need to be attached to that. You can't just pray and say God is going to make a way. Well, you need to make your way and, and get the car and go go apply for the job. How, how about that? Or go online, go into the living room or, or go, grab your cell phone. You don't even need a computer. Grab your phone. Even if you don't have a smartphone, if you got a dumb phone, do some smart things on that dumb phone. All right. Can you do that? Can you do that? Huh? Can you do that? Please. Can you do that? Your prayers by themselves will not work. I want to get this through your brain because I want to let you know there's some things that you have to do on your part. 
If you're trying to move, the first thing you want to do is start researching that city that you're looking at and talk to God about it. And if you feel like there's a green light for you to go and make that move and not just geographically move off a job, move into an organization, move into a club, move into another church or move into a different relationship, uh, whatever it may be. I believe in this season that God is saying to a lot of people. Move. Can I read a post from my good friend Ebony Taylor? Shout out to her. She blessed me so. Oh, she blessed me so. She said, the other day God gave me this revelation. He said, Move. Get out the way. Oh, he didn't say that part. Okay. She said, the other day God gave me this revelation. He said, Move. And she put exclamation marks behind it. A lot of you are being complacent because you don't know what the next step looks like. You don't know if you're ready. You don't even know where to begin. But God says, move. This word just ain't for me. Stop waiting to know and just go. God will lead you along the way, but you got to move your feet first. Hashtag faith movement. Hashtag start moving. That's the thing. Some of us are looking to God. Can you just give me step one? And God is telling a lot of us, I'll tell you along the way, but you're not going to even get the first piece of information or the first piece of direction if you don't start moving. See, God is a God of movement. And a lot of us are not where we should be in life because we stop moving. We feel stuck, but we're not stuck. It's just that we stop moving. Stop being around people that are putting you on these treadmills. There's some people in your life and there's some thinking, some doctrine, some theology that you have in your mind that has you on a treadmill. You know what a treadmill does? It works you out, but leaves you in the same spot. You ain't went nowhere. You worked out. You got calves burning, but you ain't going nowhere. You ain't growing. And some of you out there right now listening to this. Some of you, as I, as I have felt like, feel like in your life that you have capped out where you are, whether it's geographically in the location you're at, the city, whether it's at the organization, the church, the job. Maybe it's just that you want to start that business. Maybe you're not working right now. Maybe you're uh, uh, living off of unemployment right now and you're like, okay, I can't go to a job. Many jobs are not hiring. Some jobs are. Maybe I can take this time to invest in myself, draw from unemployment and start from there. Maybe that's what God is telling you to do. I'm not telling you not to go out there and try to apply for a job. What I'm saying is maybe you need to take time. Maybe you need to take time and change your perspective on your life and reevaluate yourself. Like I said, I've been doing every single day, waking up at three in the morning. Lord, me and the Lord having a good old time. Correction. Like, matter of fact, he told me, he said, wake up, oh, sleeper. I said, oh, Jesus, you're going to use your word on me, huh? Wake up. And I want to tell you today, wake up, oh, sleeper. Wake up, y'all. People need to hear what you have to say. But just praying and not doing anything about it. You are doing a disservice to yourself and to the world. Because people need to hear what you have to say. People need to hear your story. People need your gifts, your talents, because you are important. You are relevant, not just in this season, but in the world, in the nation. 
I'm going to be doing what I'm doing. What I'm doing on this podcast, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. I'm going to be talking. I'm going to be traveling the world. I'm going to be using my voice. And I can say that boldly because I know what God showed me. Now it's up to me to continue to be consistent and do what I need to do to make sure that I'm sending a message. If it's three, if it's 300, if it's 30, if it's 30,000, I'm going to speak. I'm going to talk. I had a big head, big nose and a big mouth. And I'm going to use it to lift up the name of Jesus to encourage, inspire, enlighten and motivate people to walk into their God given purpose using their gifts gifts because. We were designed to use the gift. Some of you out there sing and don't sing until you go to church. That's all, the only time you sing. I'm not saying you got to go out there and sing R&B or whatever. Well, that may be your path. What I'm saying is if you only sing at a certain part of your life and that's your gift to sing, man, if you don't start getting on Spotify, if you don't start posting videos, if you don't get up there and sing every single day on the let let people get tired of you so much that you're so consistent that it's like, there you go again with them videos. I don't even like him like that, but I'll tell you one thing about it. He's consistent. She's consistent. Well, it's thank yourself. She's thank, but she's consistent. Whatever. I don't I don't know. <laughs> but what I'm saying is be consistent. You know what? I want to tell you a little bit something, something very personal. And this really is gonna really put a target and a microscope on my back because people are going to charge me up and talk and pretty much push me and say, hi, you remember what you said on your podcast? This is a word that God gave me and I want to speak it into you. And I believe it's for a lot of people that's listening. And it goes like this. Your consistency will lead to your currency. I'm going to speak it again. Your consistency will lead to your currency. Whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing, you have to be consistent. And when you're consistent, money will chase you down. People with your your phone will never stop ringing. You're going to be in a season so much that you're going to have options where you can say no. Well, eh, yes. I mean, the numbers aren't right. Or no, I don't, I don't, technically agree with all what you're saying so i can't do that so friends listen i want to tell you that i love each and every one of you out there and that quit just praying okay don't just pray But you have to act when you pray and make sure in your acting and praying, make sure that you are preparing, preparing, preparing. (laughs) That's my country. That you are preparing for what you are praying for. I think sometimes we pray for things and we miss the mark and we have to wait another year or so or two years, six years or six months or whatever because we missed it. Because what we prayed for came and we were not properly prepared for what we prayed for. I want to use this I use it in basketball uh, They say hands down Man down And there's another saying that says Those who stay ready Ain't got to get ready You know why? Because they already ready In the words of 
Tiffany Haddish. Get your Tiffany Haddish on. She ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay ready. And you ain't got to get ready. Listen, friends, I'm out of here. I'm going to let you know. Love you. Keep up the faith, man. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. And special shout out to my wife, man. She gave me some great insight and some words of wisdom that went right along with what God was telling me. That for many of you, and I'll speak this to you too, that God will use, God will use familiar voices to take you to unfamiliar places. Oof. I gotta get off because I'll start crying. Listen, this is Vince W. Matthews. It's been another episode of Closet Rants. In my closet, ranting, talking about what's on my heart or whatever I feel like talking about. In the words of Tabitha Brown, because it's my business. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Vince W. Matthews, Closet Rants. See y'all on the next episode. Well, y'all can hear me on the next episode. All right? Y'all be good.